I mean, we're definitely not sevens. <laughs> we're solid sixes. <laughs> Get back in the swing of it. Okay. Okay. Is this ASMR or is this episode six? Hello, everyone. Two solid sixes. We are still sixes. Perhaps we're even fives. Today tonight, we texted. Folks. Do we have to rebrand now that it's been a year? Things have changed. I'm a five now yeah. through COVID. So I'm not going to sit here and pretend that it hasn't been over a year. I was just saying, like, while an actual year has passed, I unfortunately, I can only remember what happened between last weekend and this upcoming weekend. Yep. So I think we'll just pretend that it all didn't happen and just sort of pick right back up. Yep. Someone asked me today at work, what did you do last weekend? I racked my brain and couldn't think of it. I have no original thoughts. I <laughs> I do the same thing every day. If, if we thought, you know, our corporate world or the underworld episode was bleak, imagine <laughs> your bed next to your desk that you were being all in the same sort of five foot circle and never being able to leave. I know. I actually was thinking about that today. Like our old episodes from a year ago, us complaining about our lives then. Little so did we sad. know we would enter um, a murder hornet infested kind of pandemic lackluster ridden. pandemic ridden with fires. And in true circle of life form, we are back at Caitlin's family home. <laughs> back, not in the treehouse actually. No, new, this is an upgrade guys. So my parents have spent the last two and a half years, you heard that right, making a pool in a pool house and we have upgraded from the disgusting, cobweb-ridden <laughs> treehouse to this kind of nice um, little back house here. And you're probably wondering, like, did they ever truly move out of their parents' home? Because last time oh we recorded, we were, we were living under our parents' roof. Yes, everyone. We did move out. We did move out. For we a whopping <laughs> two months. We had a beautiful San Francisco apartment. We were walking to the financial district. We were living the life. That was yep. really the life. And uh, then Corona hit. Everyone has fled the city. <laughs> it's a barren, orange-hued fire <laughs> wasteland. And so now we're just back to the comfort of our, our parents' homes. Yes, I do pay two grand a month to live at home with my <laughs> yes. parents still. Yes. But, but are you going to judge me for it? No, we pay two grand to basically Airbnb our own place of residence <laughs> on a few weekends a month. Yep, yep. Also, just for the viewers out there, if you're wondering if Nickelback is guest starring on this episode, <laughs> he is not. Um, it's me, Natalie, and one thing that I, I will call out from the last year is that I have a crippling vocal lesion that has made its way on my right vocal cord. Surgery to come. They're like, hey, you know, the only thing you can really do is, is vocal rest. I'm like, well, unfortunately, I can't shut up, so I'm going to have to go with the surgery. So... So this doctor legitimately told Natalie, you should go on six weeks of silence. <laughs> Not only did she FaceTime me four times that day following course, the appointment, we're actually now recording a podcast. Of course, no. Today I was FaceTiming Natalie, and, obviously, and I kind of was having a scratchy throat myself, and I was like, is this is this empathy nodes? That's such empathy nodes. Is this empathetic nodes? It happens. It happens to the best of us. I guess, you know... It's hard to ignore truly everything that's gone on in the world the last year, but quick just update on, on Kayla and I besides the, the geographical shift back to the suburbs. I guess start of corona, I, I did in fact start and end a relationship, <laughs> a pretty serious one, uh, all within the time of COVID. So Natalie did want me to also update on, on my end of, I've, do, I've watched Tiger King. <laughs> 
hinge dates following COVID. Hey, have you seen Tiger King? This thing's crazy. Did you see that cool uh, whipped coffee trend on TikTok? It's like, so sad. Like, what else is there yeah. to for? We've been reconsidering firing up the pot again for the last eight months. Well, everyone's, you know, done stuff during quarantine. Like, I don't know, read a single book. Or right, right, right. Pick up Duolingo or do things like that. We instead spent six months talking about how we did yeah. this episode <laughs> and now we're finally doing it. Something that I wanted to talk about was something that I've never experienced before and it was, it's, it's new. It's quarantine induced. And it's something that I like to call quarantine goggles. And I coined this phrase because I'll admit, I, I did fall victim to the quarantine goggles myself. And you're asking, what, what is it, Caitlin? What is quarantine goggles? Well, it's this. It is during the time of quarantine, um, shelter in place, whatever you'd like to call it. You start talking to a guy and really it's the only thing in your life. You don't have coworkers anymore. Yep. You don't have friends anymore. You don't have bars. You don't have any, obviously, other males to like talk to or be distracted by. So the goggles, the kind of tunnel vision of quarantine tricks you into thinking that you're in love. You're in love. It's so true. I mean, take it from someone who's actually been in a quarantine yeah. full from, from the beginning cycle to the end cycle yeah. relationship. I think it's such a real thing of the world is so hopeless. This is your glimmer of hope. Exactly. Is this person. 100%. And mine was kind of a, I'd been, had a talking on and off with this guy for, for years, I'll say. And never really liked him back fully. And whammo, <laughs> quarantine hits. And all of a sudden, I like he him. He could be the one. He could be the one. <laughs> oh, sorry. Let me get back into my range. Look at this photograph. <laughs> I think in the same vein of sort of relationships and quarantine and things like that, you have so much time on your hands to do all this recon on someone, <laughs> whether it's someone you meet on Hinge or you know, someone you meet in passing at one of these awkwardly socially distanced social gatherings, you know, how much recon is too much recon? I.e., <laughs> I've stalked, let's see, your LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, and I know that your sister's ex graduated from Miami of Ohio. <laughs> oh, wait. But it's, we all it's all too much. It's all too much. It's too much. And and what's going to slip in your first conversation when, when you're talking that you shouldn't date, know. You're like, oh, of course I knew that your parents went through a nasty divorce and you're still recovering. <laughs> like, what? Oh, so like sorry. that must have been hard for you in 2012. Flip. <laughs> so a topic that I'm sure you're all sick of, but it is quite natural right now, is, is COVID and more specifically COVID testing. So I did want to talk about my COVID test experience, my most recent one. I've been tested twice, have had it zero times. Um, not to brag. Uh, it's, sort of, it's sort of just a chime in there. It's sort of like an STD. Like you want to be like, oh, I'm negative. Don't worry. Like, oh, 100%. Like saying I'm positive for COVID is like, what's worse, that or herpes? I'm not sure. For like, sure herpes. So we're going to say <laughs> for sure herpes is worse. <laughs> COVID close second. Close um, second. But so I, I go to this test and they're all kind of different is what I've noticed. All like my tests yeah. I've been to are set up differently. For example, the first one was she swiped my nose like you would expect. Yeah. But the second one that I went to it was a drive through and she handed me my own test. So she goes, put the window down. Like she has to scream, obviously, because the window's up. Put the window down a speck and then I'm, I'm going to hand you the thing, but don't put it all the way. And so I open it a crack. I go, I reach for my swab. She's giving me instructions, screaming them through the closed window. This is so I have to put the... Uh, the swab in my own nose, which I preferred. I don't want someone sticking it and scratching my brains, but I'm kind of doing it. I'm looking in the, in the mirror, my rear view. I'm, I'm crying tears and she's screaming through the window, deeper, <laughs> deeper. 
That is so invasive. And I'm literally, oh. like this? Is this better? Oh it God. was so, so Dr. uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> we just took a, a, about a 30-minute pause because uh, we realized that the entire time we were recording that, um, the microphone was set to one-way audio, so only Caitlin's voice was picking Obviously up. Obviously facing towards the main character, me. Of course, and her foil character, me, <laughs> was standing 50 yards away screaming her stories <laughs> with vocal notes. So if if at this point it becomes a lot clearer for you guys, I hope that's the case. Um, yeah, and I do apologize for being a loud bitch the entire first, I don't know, 20 minutes until we realized. <laughs> so I am sorry. Podcasting's hard, and if you guys want you know, to be podcasters or you're thinking of starting your own podcast, I think a great place to start, would you agree, Caitlin, would be somewhere like Pluto. It would. What is Pluto, Natalie? You know, Caitlin, it's funny you ask. It's, it's, a, it's a social audio platform to create, share, and discover short-form content. That is so true. I, I would say it's like a Twitter, but with audio messages. 100%. Um, all right. Shamelessly, this podcast is sponsored by Pluto. We're back at it, guys, with a podcast, and we have a sponsor this time, which we yep. are really excited to share with you. We've been using Pluto. It's a great app. If you're interested in, in kind of what we do listening to us, but in a much smaller dose, <laughs> Pluto is the place for you. It's perfect. Caitlin and I go on, and fortunately, the recording does stop after a certain amount of time. So one minute. One minute. So if you're absolutely sick of hearing, you know, 30 minutes of us talk, definitely start at Pluto. Yep. All right. So it wouldn't be a true two solid sixes episode. Sorry for the voice crack one more time. <laughs> it wouldn't be a true two solid sixes episode without hinge, hinge cringe. cringe. Wah, wah. Hinge, obviously, during the time of Corona, is absolutely firing off. It is doubly cringe, though. It's also doubly cringe. You know, I think while Caitlin and I were in sort of our joking hinge phase of let's just use this for content and X everyone, we probably weeded out all the actual suitors in the city of San Francisco. (laughs) And now we're left with sort of bottom of the barrel, displaced, post-quarantine 30-year-olds. But now have begun to sadly use it in a very serious way. (laughs) (laughs) Now we're actually lonely and need to use the app. So this is really exciting. (laughs) Um, For those of you who are new to the podcast, Hinge Cringe, we go over some of our favorite profiles on Hinge, messages, and or Hinge encounters or experiences, which I think Caitlin might be dipping into today. A new feature, a new feature. A new feature. All right, so... This is just pure bleakness. It's totally on brand for us. A shower thought I recently had. 30 years ago, two people had sex, and now I have to go to work every day. <laughs> so bleak. Also, so bleak. just going to kind of out you because you just outed yourself. Natalie's matching with 30-year-olds. You know, it's it's just sort of, like I said, bottom of the barrel. Right. You might like this. Um, his name is Ash K, and... <laughs> His second photo is a picture of him in some sort of makeshift platform nine and three quarters. Oh, I love with it. With a Gryffindor scarf that's blowing in the wind behind him. <laughs> I know exactly what that is in London. Let me see. To take the words oh, right out of your mouth, it's a no for me, dog. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, quickly catapulting off of the name Ash K. Of course. Um, was kind of <laughs> thinking about how many guys I've X'd on just their name. Of course. Name alone. You know, like I would like to get a Ryan or a John. John. I actually got a Yoshio. (laughs) (laughs) And 
Yeah, so that's Yoshi, like the Mario Kart character. With of an course, o, and Yoshio. Kind of tossing an O on the end. Of course. <laughs> so it's Yoshio, and hey, I'm sorry, Yoshi. But, <laughs> I'm sorry, but I can't. I'm sorry. The name's Yoshio, but you can call me Yosh. <laughs> I'm so sorry, but I can't. It's such a bummer. I I had a, I got a normal first name. It was like Dave, and then matched to see the last name was then Von Mossen Hassenberg. Oh. Last name could be a bit more overlooked, but like, hey, where are you from? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I got a uh, a like from a nice guy named Kevin. Um, and the way that he matched with me was not a high, not just a simple like of the pick, but wow, hi, ruin my life, please. Uh, uh, I mean, sure. I guess sure. <laughs> like easy. I will absolutely ruin your life. But it's kind of my it's kind of my go to, but Normally that happens after like six months when I'm right. then tired of you and right. unfortunately ruin your life. <laughs> okay, this this is one of one of my favorites. Dano, shout out to you. The best way to ask Dano out, and this is on his profile, is to diligently train a carrier pigeon for six to eight months and have it deliver a handwritten note to a location I provide with details of the date. I, I almost feel like I read a novel, kind of like an English class required novella. It's it's a novella, and his 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 message to me was also a novella. All right, you're gorge. What's it going to take to get you on a date? Water your houseplant? Slay a dragon? <laughs> sing baby one more time outside your window? LMK, please. Oh my God. Dano, I appreciate the effort. I really do. I really do, but it's, it's again, going to be an end for me. I also got one <clears throat> as a first message. So you have to consider, we haven't even matched with this person yet. Here's what I was thinking, Caitlin. Let me take you on a little date. We can click, fall in love have seven kids, and live happily ever after in Europe. Oh, my God. So, okay. okay. (laughs) I don't know your last name. I actually haven't even accepted you yet. Um, And you're moving me internationally with seven kids I'm not quite ready to have. I'd like to see a hi, what's up, before you deciding where we're going to live geographically. For the rest of my life. Yeah. Like, Brady, fuck you. (laughs) I have one more from from Siraj. Um, (laughs) Another another sort of sort of DM. We again have not matched. Hi Natalie. I know I'm being direct, but I think you're absolutely beautiful. What are you up to? I'm Siraj and I'm really excited to hear from you. Oh so, my god. So I'm not I'm actually not signing off a sales email with looking forward to hearing from you. Like that is not what hinge is. It's not Oh, Siraj, I'll put something on your Outlook calendar and we can talk about it over a coffee chat. It's, Siraj went for it. He absolutely, I look forward to hearing from you. Unfortunately, X. I like that, I like that <laughs> confidence. Just looking, not hoping to hear back. He's looking forward to it. He knows your reply. No, he is, he is looking forward to it. I, I just. That's really confident. I like those balls on Siraj. <laughs> um, I think you need to tell your, your yeah. hinge story. So a new, a new addition to the hinge cringe is going to be an actual hinge encounter that I had my first, and I'm going to put this guy on blast for a number of reasons. Number one, he's not going to listen to this podcast. And number two, um, you guys have to hear this. So I matched with this guy on hinge. We like vibed right away. We were like getting to know each other. We were like sarcastic, joking around, totally vibing, totally vibing. Like he was six, five, he was super cute. Too good to be true, right? Especially, you know, of with, course on with this me. godforsaken app and with you. With me. And he we hadn't gone on a date yet and we were talking for a couple of weeks because he was in his hometown state for Corona. One week before he's about to get back for our date, 
On a casual Friday night, it's 8 p.m. I'm about one margarita in, enjoying myself with Natalie in San Francisco. And he FaceTimes me 18 times. This is not a joke. I actually was there to bear witness to this. I actually almost would have appreciated a moment of silence for that. um, (laughs) Because it's so not okay. It's Mind you, this does not include the six or seven times that he... uh, video called me on snapchat which i didn't know was a thing i haven't met you yet i haven't even vetted if you're a normal person and you did it for me and you did it for me you put it on a silver platter that you are not a normal person thank you for that and it's going to take a lot to forgive and i just need to hammer this in two facetimes would have been so many would have been too too many and he facetimed me 18 times you're probably wondering caitlin like did you pick up Sure, I did. I answered about three or four of them. Of course. I was curious. And every time I, I answered, he either, you know, I, I never got to see his face or hear his voice. I, he either hung up immediately or it was kind of like a blurry moving screen of like his friends. And like, I'm sorry, what demon was possessing your phone <laughs> to the second I then answer the FaceTime that, oh wait, you instigated. 18 times. You immediately hang up in some right. sort of twisted power move of oh no now i'm gonna hang up on you it makes no sense and you know in kind of a plot twist that you guys probably aren't expecting (laughs) yes i did go on the date that's that's so So i went on the date guys and i just i was curious i needed to see i mean he 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 did apologize for for the facetimes he He, offered up only i would say 1600 red flags prior to the date correct in addition to this which you know still and how bleak we are to put this into perspective for you still went on the date still on the date i I was curious i needed to see if he was normal in person also just quickly if a girl did that absolutely not double standards so fucked if a girl did that you are canceled forever ghosted and canceled like maybe murdered perhaps and but yeah i went um was too shockingly drunk. not the one. <laughs> shockingly he wasn't the one but it was fine um i was too drunk to remember it but he was probably a good guy <laughs> we were horrified in the beginning it sort of that that pre-hinge date anxiety um split a bottle of wine probably too much <clears> for a bit much for a thursday night but uh she she came out the other end she wasn't murdered he's probably plotting some sort of yeah weird thing hey i grew from it it builds character it does build character my first hinge date's behind me and that is a true hinge cringe i would say it really is this is one of my favorite um segments that we do uh we get these submissions from our friends perhaps friends of friends (laughs) we would never out them (laughs) haven't recorded a podcast in a year so this is one of our favorite segments It was a segment I used, so like... <laughs> it's a crowd favorite. All right, sorry. <laughs> continue, continue. Uh, so this is a submission from one of my friends. I met a guy at a wedding last week. He was 25. We hooked up in the bathroom of a bar. Then, in the midst of stalking him the following day, find that he has no social media that I could find anyway. So I googled his phone number that he had given me. Through the depths of page three Google, I find his number attached to his resume, where in fact I find he's 34. (laughs) The next day, he follows me on Instagram and messages me. He has no profile picture, 21 followers, and his username is Nuclear Lizard Era. (laughs) I got tricked. (laughs) Hey, if you're listening, Nuclear Lizard Era... Change your name. Change your change name. Change your profile change your picture. 
you look like a murderer the f- and don't lie about your age up to 10 years. The funniest part is that we don't even know who this is because we have this written in our notes for episode six that we were planning on recording. Obviously, over one year ago. Over one so year I ago. So I have actually no idea. If you recognize this story and this is you, please reach out to me. This is hilarious. So hilarious. Oh my gosh. That's our, that's our one I got tricked for this segment. I think we always have to wrap every podcast with, of course, how, how about not did it do? I need to really get that surgery to figure out <laughs> how to do that. So I think one thing that is is a glimmer of hope during COVID, of course, pre-fire uh, NATO wildfires that were blazing <laughs> that prevented us from going outside, was going to a park in the city. Sure. We love going to parks. It's the one thing, outdoor activity, it's that thing we can do. It's one thing that's, you know, quote, open, of right. course. Our how about not is, is, a, is a type of person who you see at a park. It's, it's the total park guy, TPG. <laughs> TPG. The total park guy comes prepared with a Mary Poppins bag of things that you could ever possibly need at a park. Correct. For example, a blanket, a sure. massive Yeti cooler, somehow a portable jewel charger, <laughs> jewel pods. An entire barbecue. Cornhole. <laughs> Spike ball. Anything he any whips game. out a first aid kit. Oh, oh, you cut yourself on a blade of grass. Well, of <laughs> course, I can stitch that up for you. An entire dodgeball game. It is actually sickening when these people show up. It's like, let's divide and conquer here. Yeah. I myself like to, you know, low effort, I bring a blanket and a white claw, a single, a single white, white claw. claw. And, it, and it shows that, you know, I brought something and then I can dip into your stash once this single white claw runs out. <laughs> But the total park guy, I know your hinge is covered with photos of you at the park. I know 100%. I know you live for nothing more than the park. All we have to say is mainly a San Francisco thing, but how about not be a total park yeah. guy? <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's about it for us, folks. Um, uh, tune in next year yeah. for episode seven. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it was nice seeing you this year. See you <laughs> See next, next year. year. Or not. <laughs>